Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Pawsik. Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So I am super excited for today's show. Um, we've only done one other like this so far. We get to do an ads strategy session today, which, oh my gosh, you guys, if you are coming on the air live to do an ad strategy session, I feel like that is extremely brave. Um, usually I just do them one-on-one. Um, not on the air, on live radio, streaming on 50-plus platforms, and then going out to like 50-plus podcasting networks as well. Um, so I'm very excited about this, though, because I really believe that when you are figuring out your ad strategy, if you have an ad strategy that works, really, truly, like half your work is done. So before I introduce you to my guest today, um, I want to let you know I'm very excited at the end of this month, you can save the date because February 24th, I am opening the doors up again to my membership, my Ad Makers Society monthly membership. You guys, I love this little monthly membership. Um, so inside it, you get access to um, several of my courses. You get access to basically every workshop that I do, every challenge that I do after the fact just goes into it. Um, but there's a course on how to run ads to your warm audience. There's a course on everything you need to kind of get your Facebook business page up and running and a little bit about what to post. And then every week I have office hours. And this month we're experimenting, I'm very excited, with some different themes. So today I did an office hours. um, I taught about finding your ideal audience for your ads. And we just went into Ads Manager and played around with some audiences. Next week, we're doing a Q&A through Zoom so that people can uh, share their screen and we can really get into what's going on for them. The following week, we're doing a class all around copy and how to write ad copy. And then the final week of the month, we're going to be doing audits. So ad audits, funnel audits, and social media audits. And the cool thing about that is so typically for an ads audit, now, so typically for an ads audit, audit I charge $500. Um, now, if, I, if I'm doing an ads audit for you, obviously I'm spending more time than just our, our call for um, Ad Makers Society <laughs> for the office hours, but you're able to get a whole lot of value packed into a short period of time. So people are signing up for the the audits as well. And so at the end of the month, February 24th, I'm going to open the doors so that you can join um, AdMaker Society. So be on the lookout for that. Doors will only be open for a few days before they will close again. So just to let you know, that is on its way. All right. So my guest today, so Orshika Julia, she is a parenting coach. 
So let me tell you just a little bit about her, and then we're going to welcome her on. So Orshika has over two decades of parenting experience. Her career began as a front desk administrative assistant in a pediatrician's office. She then moved into the role of coach in figure skating as well as horseback riding. So coaching, coaching excuse me, allotted her the opportunity to hone her students' craft and pour into them as a mentor. While raising her children, Orshika earned her master's degree in education. Nice. That's what my master's is in as well, with a concentration in secondary education, but mine was in elementary. <laughs> as a professional, Orshika has taught in the traditional classroom setting at all levels. She began as an AmeriCorps member and tutored in an after-school enrichment program. She has experience in the Head Start preschool setting as well as having been a substitute teacher at the elementary level. Rashika's favorite classrooms were at the high school level where she specialized in English and technology. So throughout life experiences, Rashika understands the importance of family and stability. She raised her children as a single mother instead of staying in unhealthy marriages. She has experienced emotional neglect as well as abusive behaviors within her relationships. So now she's sharing her knowledge and insight with you with the intention of bringing you hope as a parent even through some of the darkest times in your life. Begin shifting your parenting style today with Orshika's guidance. As a certified Canfield trainer, she applies the success principles to parenting successfully. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited about this, Jen. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. All right. So I know I just read read your bio, but talk to me a little bit about your business and what you do and who you help and all of that. So parents... Um, and, you know, we just, yeah, right? We tend to, um, how can I put this? We tend to, like, <clears throat> we do, we absolutely do the best that we can with the information that we have, right? And now, so my children, they're 20, 18, and 12. So there's six and eight years between the oldest, you know, the older two and then the younger one. And I keep telling my oldest one, you know, I did the best with the information I had available to me. And now I have so much more information in my toolbox that my mission is to share that information with other parents because mm. we do absolutely do the best that we can, right? But we're missing things. We all do. We never raise our children and go, oh, I did that perfectly. I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me go. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> like every single parent, even if you're a parent to a dog or a cat or a lizard, it doesn't matter. You know, at the end of the right. day, we were like, what could we have done better? We could have you know, bought better food or whatever the case may be. So my mission and passion is to help parents, first of all, understand that they're not alone in their struggles, especially single parents, because having and still am a single parent, you feel alone, especially if your friends are all married. Whether they're in healthy marriages or not doesn't make a difference. You know, they have somebody that they can lean on. When push comes to shove, they have somebody they can lean on. And as a single parent, you really are alone. Even if you have mom and dad right next door, at the end of the day, you're in that house, apartment, shed, whatever, with your children alone. And it can be very lonely right. and very daunting. And so mission and passion is to help parents um, have more information in their tool belt so that they can just be more effective parents so we can raise a more successful you know, generation and then generations to come. That's awesome. So how did you how long have you been doing this for the actual coaching part as a parent so coach? Fairly, right, right, right. So that's a fairly new part of my business. Um I really came to realize that that's my niche and where I want to be um recently. Nice. And yes, and it's so exciting. It's just I'm overwhelmed. 
like in a good way, not like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed, right. like I'm overwhelmed. You know, the happiness of it, like, oh my gosh, this is really what I'm supposed to be doing. So pretty cool. That's so awesome. So you've done a lot with um with teaching in general. What how did you how did you decide that you wanted to do the the coaching part? How did that come about? was just a natural progression. So again, as you read in my bio, I coached figure skating and gymnastics and spec riding. The gymnastics wasn't in there. Um, but, but I coached those three sports. And I always mentored somebody. Even at 16, I had a little girl who was 10 years old and I mentored her. And there was always just that connection that I had with usually 10-year-old and older because I really appreciate humans who can use the bathroom on their own, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I, and they can, I understand and, that. Yeah, yeah. And really at 10 years old, you can really start using your brain more and taking ownership and responsibility for, you know, who you are in life. And so it's just mm. kind of been a natural progression from coaching to teaching. And then now I have two really successful adults. And I'm going to brag about them because they really are. One's at university. Her goal is to get a PhD in history. And the other one is serving our country. And my 12-year-old is well on his way of being a pretty amazing adult. And again, I know I've done a bazillion things that I could have done better, but it, it was it was a natural thing. Like, okay, I've done this. I've done this fairly well That's as awesome. a single parent. You know, so yeah. why not help others do the same? Nice. That's awesome. There you go. Um, okay, so what do you what do you actually sell then? Do you is it coaching packages? Yes. Cool. Yes. And and, and then how does and workshops? Sorry, say that one more time. Yep, I'm sorry. And speaking events and workshops. Okay, cool. And so, have you? Um, do you have any type of funnel for what for like for selling your stuff or how? Do, what's the process usually look like when you're bringing somebody on as a client? Right now, I do not have a funnel, so this is why this call timing is absolutely right. perfect. Right. Awesome. <laughs> so let's just be honest, right? Like, I'm going to be open and honest. Yeah, right now, the funnel is non-existent, and that's my that's my challenge in my business, the marketing and the funneling, and, like, I know what I want my end result to be, but getting me there. Right. So seriously, this this podcast is in perfect timing. Well, yay. I am very happy to hear that it's perfect timing. And okay, so do you when before somebody becomes a client, do you usually do like discovery calls or sales calls with them? I, I do. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um so usually with a sales calls, I mean somebody has to know more about you. You're already like have grown the no like and trust factor a good bit before that happens. Um right. do you have any how are you, like how are you growing the no like and trust factor right now? So I'm doing um, steady Facebook Lives okay, and writing articles on LinkedIn because I want to continue the audience in LinkedIn, right? Just because you're a professional doesn't mean that you don't struggle at home. So writing cool. articles on LinkedIn and then um, lives on Facebook and posts on Instagram. I have yet to go live on Instagram. So I have this lady in my life called Jen. I don't know if you know her, but she was like, <laughs> hey, go live on Instagram during one of our calls. And I was like, I know, I know, I know, but I haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it's funny because the, say, the Instagram 
ones, I mean, they go away after 24 hours. So to me, I kind of think about them as like, you know, it's, it's, it's really truly like no pressure because only a few people are going to see them unless you have like a really large audience on Instagram. However, I will tell you, I have gotten, um, students from, uh, just going live on Instagram who then started, like who then, uh, slid into the DMs and we started a conversation that way. So I would definitely suggest that. Um, when you're going live on Facebook, is it on your personal page or your business page or both? Business page. Because I'm doing my best to separate personal from business, so it's business page. Okay. So here's the only issue with that. Like, it's awesome in the sense that you can turn those into ads and you can promote mm -hmm. to more people. It is not awesome in the sense that nobody really sees posts from your business page right now. Got so it. in I would probably recommend mixing it up and just seeing what's going to work best for you and your business. Um, but okay. what I would do is I would share some of those lives that you've already done to your personal page. And then I would also sometimes just go live on your personal page and just talk about what you do. And it doesn't have to be in a salesy type of way. You don't have to be selling anything. I mean, you right. can have a call to action at the end of like, hey, if you want to chat more about this, but you can, you know, like you could just go live to talk about like some parenting tips or a story, tell a story of something that you noticed or a client success story or something like that. Does that make sense? Okay. It totally makes sense. Yes. And I, okay. yeah, I went live the other day for the day after Super Bowl, just talking about Super Bowl and how I yell at the television <laughs> on my, on my <laughs> personal page. So. Nice. Uh, yeah. That sounds very cute. Yeah, exactly. I, I get okay, animated. So gotcha. <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about the strategies that you're currently using and then some strategies that you can start using in just a minute. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, you're listening to myself, the ads maven, Jen Posick on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. 
Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So we are doing an ads strategy session today with parenting coach, Orshika Julia. So before we went to the break, we were talking about what you're kind of doing now. So right now you're going live on Facebook on your business page, but you're going to start incorporating some of those onto your personal page as well and start sharing some of those from your business page to your personal page. You post a lot on Instagram. Does Instagram get you get you some good traction? Nada. Okay. No. Um, I'm like, so nope, you think that. Are you using hashtags when you're with your posts? You know, I really have to get better at that. So it's a hit or miss. It's an ebb and flow. Sometimes I'm like, ooh, I remember okay. to do that. And other times I'm like, oh, darn. So, yeah. So, um, okay. So I have a couple of suggestions with Instagram. So hashtags okay. are, like, necessary for Instagram. Um, it's one of the biggest ways that people, like, new people will find you. And you want to make sure that they're really relevant to hashtags that people are searching for. So I would do spend some time kind of searching hashtags that are related to parenting um, and just really kind of look into that. I would also do, so you can do a combination of ones that are specific to what you're talking about. You want to make sure, like, if you're not talking about parenting in your post for some reason, like, you probably don't really want to put parenting in the hashtag. But... Right. You would want to do, you want to make sure that the hashtags are relevant to what you're talking about. You can also make them relevant to like local things. You can make them relevant to, um, so I would do a little bit of like geo targeting with that as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then just making sure that they're relevant to what you're talking about. The other thing, there is an app called Combin. It's kind of like combine without the E that I think can be a really useful tool for growing your Instagram following um, if you're using it consistently. So it starts free, and then the first paid thing of it is like 10 bucks a month. I would suggest start off with the free one, see if you're using it, and then, um, and then get it going. So with Combin, what you can do is you can search. So um, – let me give you the example. So I went last year to um, a workshop, a conference called Confidence Activated with Rachel Luna, which I'm actually going back to in June. Um, so after the conference, I did a search of anybody that had done, had made a post on Instagram with hashtag Confidence Activated. And so then I could tell Combin to go in and like the last two posts of whoever it is posting that. So what happens you, a lot of the times with Instagram, if you see that somebody is, is liking your post, you'll go in and you'll see who they are. So they might. So then I'm having people that are going in, they're seeing that I've liked their stuff, and they'll sometimes follow me, right? So I was finding I was getting a lot more follows. And then when I see somebody's followed me, I'll go in and I'll check them out. I'll see if they are a good um, possible referral partner, possibly a good client. And if I think that we're a good match, I'll go ahead and follow them back, right? So it's, yeah, it can be great. a way to, yeah, it's it's a cool way to grow your following. 
Um, you can also do it with people. Like if you know there are other people that are like parenting coaches or just known for parenting stuff in general that you know your ideal clients would follow, you can go through and do a search of people that are um, that follow them or that are engaged and comment on their stuff. So I would I would definitely check out Combin. I think it's a good tool to use. Okay, I know you also said that you're doing articles with LinkedIn, which I think is great. I think you should continue with that. I'm definitely not a LinkedIn person, but <laughs> okay. um, I know LinkedIn can be like a really good tool. Are you well, do you also do you have your you have a website? I do not have a website. Okay, how come? You're like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, some people have some people have like absolute like solid reasons for why not. So, and you might. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Would you like an answer to that, Jen? Yes, please. Okay, perfect. So I don't. There's a number of reasons. One, um, my funds are allocating elsewhere for growing my business. And for two, gotcha. when I had a website in the past, I it was crickets. And I have grown okay. a lot since then, and my business is definitely in a different place since then. Um, but at the moment, I'm not seeing the benefit of it. I'm not saying that I'm not open to it, because I'm very open to you know, the benefits of it. I just haven't seen right. the benefits at this very beginning part of my my Got it. Okay. Position. So yeah. a few things. I don't think it's I don't think it's required. If at some point you decide that you do want to have a website, you can always start off with like a drag and drop type of website that you create yourself. Um mm -hmm. and you can also like I have um a friend who she has a totally successful business and her only website she sends people to lead pages um as her website. Oh, which okay. actually lead pages also. So I'm a big fan of lead pages, and we're going to talk about like landing pages and lead magnets and all that in just a minute. But um, lead pages starts at like I think it starts at 27 a month or basically like 40 a month, um, which is like the lowest of all the landing page builders. Lead pages mm -hmm. recently launched um, websites as well that are like included in what they do, which if I didn't already have a website, I honestly probably would make mine using lead pages because they are very like pretty, they're templates, and it just seems very simple. Um, nice. Yeah, so you have options, like you can do your own drag and drop that you're creating so that you're not spending a ton of money um, if you don't have that money to spend at the moment. And you can always like go back when you do have the money for it or when you're wanting to allocate funds to it right. to invest in somebody building your website. But to start off with, you can do it yourself. Um, if you decide at some point to to have a website, I would suggest turning all of those uh, LinkedIn articles also into blog posts on your site. Um, yes. That's why I And that's about. the intention. No, that's 100% the intention because it's like, okay, this is my first step. You know, like I'm, yeah. I'm doing, I'm all the way back to basic, Jen. Yeah, got it. Um, yeah. Okay, so with that, do you have an email list? Minimal, yes, I do. Yes, okay. I do. Cool, awesome. Yes. Um, who do you use for your email list? 
I use Mailer Light. Mail Mailer okay. Light, yes. Yeah, Mailer Light. Awesome. Okay. So with those LinkedIn articles, are you also emailing your um list anytime you're putting out a new article? Wah wah wah. No, <laughs> but I will start doing <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it's so easy. I mean, so I will say, so there was a time that I was like blogging every week and I was very proud of myself because, you know, it takes, it takes some, some effort to write an article. Um, then there was a long time where I was not emailing my list on a regular basis and it goes against like everything that I teach. Um, I will say like, so when I started having this radio show, I, it was like so perfect because I'm like, I have all this content to send them every week, which is like perfect. So you already have a bunch of articles that you've written. I would spread those out and start emailing them like once a week or at least once every two weeks. Even though it's a tiny list, I would kind of, I would start warming them up, right? Okay. Because they're there on your list. There's a good chance that some of them are your ideal clients. Okay, so I know that you do have an opt-in, right? Yes. You do have like a magnet. Yes. Cool. Can you tell me a little about the lead magnet? Yes. So it's five simple steps on how to successfully parent. And they're just five, and I'm pulling it up. Uh, Yes. There are five simple steps on... Honestly, on on what you can do every day to be a more successful parent so that you raise more successful kids. One of them is to learn to just say no. And I say that lightheartedly, but let's be honest. A lot of times parents uh, struggle with saying no because our kids tend to be more persistent than we are, which leads to the other one is, you know, just be persistent. Um, And your child, it's basically, you know, battle of the wits. Right. And children have nothing else to do, especially at your soul, except, hey, mom, hey, mom, hey, mom, hey, mom, you know. And so we have right. to be more persistent than they are, right, because otherwise they win. And then they get, if I'm annoying enough, long enough, then I'll get what I want. And let's mm. let's be totally honest. That's not the way the world works. Right. You know, like going to your boss and being annoying will probably get you fired. There's a tactful way of doing that, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> There's a difference between annoying and persistent. So our job as parents is to be persistent when they're being persistent in their sweet little selves as well. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, same, okay, with, so, same with that. Yeah, so these are some great tips. And, um, okay, so, and oh, and anybody who's listening, they can get those tips, uh, the link for it. It's subscribepage.com slash five quick steps to successful parenting, but the link for it is in the show notes. So feel free to go there to grab those tips. Okay, so when I click on the tips, here's the only Mm -hmm. thing. You can get the tips and read them without opting in, which is cool for somebody who just wants to get the tips, but it's not going to put them on your email list. Now, I do see that at the bottom it does give – a way to opt in if you're wanting more parenting tips. I yes. would think about, okay, so it looks like this is a mailer light landing page, which is perfect. That's mm-hmm. all you need. Um, so 
I would think about what can you give them that they they would get in their email. Like you would send it to them through the first email after they subscribe to give them more information that's going to be like the first little piece to getting to know more about you and how you work so that then they can also work with you. Okay. I totally agree with that. What can you give them? I'm writing this down. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. And so it might be that eventually the tips, like they don't get the tips until they subscribe. It could be that you really work in – so I know that you're a parenting coach. Is there um, is there like a particular niche inside that that you tend to like work with a lot or is it kind of in general or a particular I really prefer age? The <clears throat> yep, I really prefer the 10 and older. And back to the previous comments of – that's about the age when they can start taking ownership and responsibility and start thinking for themselves. For example, gotcha. the number one tip is take responsibility for your life. And a lot of times at 10 years old, they start, children in general, start thinking, well, I didn't do this because my sister was pulling my hair, you know, for example. Well, if you gotcha. wouldn't have been that close to your sister, she wouldn't have been pulling your hair. So, <laughs> like, right. take ownership, step away from the situation, and just little things like that, Right. So 10 and older, because they start to understand that, like, they're in control of their life. And I love, love, love the middle school age and the high school age is amazing. But here's a little statistic for you that I was reading the other day. May I share it? Sure. Yes. However, we have to take a quick break. Can uh, you share it as soon as we get back? I would love to. Perfect. All right. You are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Eventually. We're going to break soon. Maybe. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today we are doing an ad strategy session with parenting coach Orshika Julia. And so before we went to the break, Orshika, you were about to share um, a little something. All right, let's hear it. Yes. So children between the ages of 10 and 12 will listen to the wisdom of their parents about 90% of the time, which is a great percentage. You know, like they'll come to you and ask for your advice and really take it in. That's between the ages of 10 and 12, 90%, okay? Then you go to 14 and up, so starting at age 14, so just that two-year gap, 
you go down to 74%, I believe it's in boys, and like six, or, yeah, and 65% in girls, somewhere 60, <laughs> 65-69%. So you go way down once your kids hit that 14-, 15-year-old stage. So that's why if I could teach those parents of nine, well, yeah, 10, 11, 12, 13-year-olds, Got and, it. And then that way their kids will be even more engaged. Because if you're listening, if you take the time to actually listen, and it might be about Pokemon, and you might not even know how to pronounce the stuff, and, you know, that's fine, but your kids are sharing. And if you if you are engaged in that 90%, then that percentile will not drop, you know, 20% mm. on average in two years. That's huge. Yeah. Because if it drops every, yeah. you know, on average, right, 10% a year, by the time they're 18, no wonder a lot of teenagers are like, I want out of this house. My parents don't know me. They don't listen. It's no, no right. surprise, right? <laughs> like, and then the parents yeah, are like, oh, oh no, my gosh, it's definitely no surprise. Right. I mean, right. It's, it's that time of life where you want to spread your wings and figure out who you are anyway. But if your parents aren't listening to you, then why would you want to stay? Right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So, yeah. Cool. Okay, so it sounds like anything that you're creating for parents, it's really for parents of like 10-year-olds and up, and really ideally yeah. that like 10 to 13. Um, okay, so I would start thinking about what can you create to give them that's going to give some 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 value to them that they can begin to implement immediately. So it might be where you're giving it might, you know what? It might even be like the same, same like the f- same five quick tips, but maybe adding in some like action steps to it, um, or putting it like putting it together in a guide. And it's really testing it, seeing what's going to work best um, with your audience. So there's lots of different things that you can use for a lead magnet. Ideally, you want your lead magnet to be so. Basically, you want to give a lead magnet when it's something you're giving for free of value in exchange for somebody's information, usually their name and email address, so that you can then continue to grow the know, like, and trust factor, continue to add value and warm them up so that then when you're like, hey, I'd love to hop on a call with you, they're like ready to do it. Or when you're like, hey, I'm giving a webinar all about this thing that I know that you need, they're like signing up for it. Does that make sense? Right. Totally okay. makes sense. So you and want? Yeah. Go ahead. Nope. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just going to say quickly, okay. and it's no, not no, just no, for parents fine. too, right? It's like for teachers and mentors as well, because teachers struggle the same way parents do. Yeah. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah. And well, honestly, 100%. our teachers have our kids for eight hours. So. Yeah. yeah like. They yep. they could use the encouragement just as much as parents can. Yeah, absolutely. Like any types of yeah. tips for yeah, for sure. Okay, so cool. That's good to know. Um, and I would put that out there too when you're talking about stuff that it's like tips for parents. I would say on your stuff, parents, teachers, and oh gosh, what was the other thing mentors. you said? Mentors. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. So some. You want your lead magnet to really be uh, short, which yours is. It's just not before an opt-in. Um, but so like five to ten minutes, easily consumable. So some options for it. You could turn what you already have into like a little guide. You could do like a checklist, a cheat sheet. 
Um, you could do a quiz. So any type of thing that's going to give them some, like, a, basically give them, like, a quick win that then you can, like, continue to nurture and give value. Um, it might even be something where it's tips that you are using in some of the articles that you've written as well. Okay. So once you have that, and again, it could be that your five quick steps to successful parenting is what you're going to turn into to your official lead magnet. Um, you just want to test it organically before you decide to put money uh, behind ads, okay? Absolutely. So with yeah. that, you're going to send them to a landing page kind of just like what you've got with your Miller Lite landing page. You want to make sure that after somebody signs up, it's then going to take them to a thank you page. Okay. The reason for that, we want to make sure we can place Facebook pixels on it. I'm fairly sure you can place Facebook pixels on the Mailer Light pages. You can, um, yes. I have, okay, perfect. So you want to make sure that that way you can track anytime somebody signs up for your um, for your lead magnet. Okay. Um, perfect. Then I would also think about when you are. What's the best way to get somebody into a discovery call? Like it might be that you're doing, oh, I know you said you do like workshops and you do um, other stuff as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. At the end of the workshops, do you sell something? Do you invite them to a call with you? How does, how does that usually work? Invite them to a call with me. Perfect. Okay. Do you usually do the workshops in person or online? Yeah. In person, in person. Okay. So that's perfect. And you can do, so are they workshops that you're putting on or you're just, pre you're presenting them other places or both? Both. Nice. Definitely both. Okay. Yes. Awesome. So you could, if you're running, um, let's say you're really focusing on growing your email list for a local audience and Tell me again where you live. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay, cool. Um, so it could just be that you're running ads just to like Grand Rapids area. It could okay. also be that you're doing both. So you can also um, put on, do some online workshops with that where same thing, at the end of the workshop, you're offering uh, just a call with them. I think okay. that would be a great way to... Um, get more clients. And so if you're if you were to run ads to it, I would suggest running those ads to both a warm audience and a cold audience. So with Facebook, you find your warm audience, there's four ways. You can create an audience of anybody that's engaged with your Facebook business page in the last year. Anybody that's uh engaged with your Instagram business profile in the last year anybody that has visited your website in the last 180 days. Now, I know you don't have a website, but with your MailerLite landing page, you can place a Facebook pixel on there, so that would also be included in that audience. And then you can also okay. upload your email list. So I know okay. at the moment, you've probably got like a fairly small, warm audience. So you can grow that warm audience with your lead magnet, but then you can also run ads to a cold audience that's going to be you know, like parents and teachers. And I would, you can, you can target parents of certain ages. Um, 
in it. So you could do parents of elementary, parents of middle school. It would probably be parents of middle school is going to mostly mm-hmm. get Par- that. Yeah. Yeah. The middle and high school, for sure. Because I know high school years are so tough for both the parents and the child. And I'm so glad to be over that with, you know, over, <laughs> over that hump with two of my children. Because now they can come yeah. back to me and go, Mom, if you would have done this differently. And I'm like, cool, thanks for telling me that's how I'm going to be a better parent, right, to my youngest. And I love that we have that relationship now. But I tell you what, there was about a year and a half there with my oldest where I was like, okay, you're just going to pray through this. <laughs> oh, no. All we're going to do. <laughs> But that but don't we all go through sense. that at some point, right? I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we did it to our parents. I will say, oh, for sure. When I was a teenager, yeah. my parents tell me that I was a hellion. I didn't think I was, <laughs> but they did. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I think that's I that's definitely true. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yep. <laughs> and you know, I almost. I almost think it would be worthwhile to do your in-person workshop as an online one just to a cold audience and just see how it goes, even maybe before you get the lead magnet together. Um, Yeah. So so with your audience, yeah, absolutely. No, go ahead. You're you're about to answer my question. Go for it, Jen. (laughs) Hey, babe, we'll see. So I was just going to say, with your audience, because if you were to just target parents on Facebook, let's so let's say you're targeting the U.S. and parents, that audience is way too big. So in general, if you're targeting by country or larger, you want your audience size to be around a million. So what else can you tell me about your clients that tends to be true? What all, What are their interests? Are there, you know, do they tend to be more educated? Do they tend to be... You tell me. Right. So generally more educated. Um, okay. Usually in in a certain socioeconomic group. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And it doesn't have to – it's not necessarily a dual income family. Like there are who, ones who are single, you know, like dad's off to work or mom's off to work and dad's parenting. So as far as the income, if it's dual or single income – that hasn't seemed to make a difference, but definitely a, um, a higher socioeconomic. Gotcha. Dynamic. Which totally makes yeah. sense. Okay, right. cool. So we have our last break is coming up. When we get back, let's talk about the ways that we can target that, and we'll talk a little bit about layering in our audiences as well. Does that work? That sounds amazing. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, of course. All right, so you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. 
Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Okay. So before the break, we were talking about some audiences because it's not really just parents. You've got some more targeting besides that. So it tends to be a higher yeah. socioeconomic bracket, tends to be like more highly educated, so like college educated. So one of the things that Facebook does with its audiences is there's first there's like literally millions of ways to target your audience, which is amazing. The other thing that they do is you can do this like and or but not targeting where it's like layered. So I can say okay. I want to target parents of middle schoolers or parents of high schoolers and I want them to also be a college graduate or have a professional degree or have a master's or a PhD. And I want them to also um, make enough money. Right, so we can say right. we can do this and or not. So with okay. that, that's basically exactly what I would recommend. Now I will say, okay. Facebook took away the targeting for. Um, you used to be able to say, I want to target households that make this much or more, um, or between this amount per year. They took that away a few years ago when the Cambridge Analytica stuff happened, because it was third party information. So now uh, there's a few ways that you can still target that, though. Um, it's okay. not as precise, but even in general, it was we only had that information for the U.S. Um, in about half of the people there. Um, so what you could say, you can target based on who lives in the most um, affluent zip codes. So okay. that's a possibility. The other thing you could do is things that are... Um, interest and behavior-based that you would tend to have a little bit more money. Um, so you could target people with an interest in private school. So you okay. could also target people that are frequent international travelers, people with an interest in uh, first-class travel or business class. Um, you can also target like luxury items, like interest in different luxury goods. Um, and so if you combine that with so parents of middle schoolers, and they have to also be college-educated or higher, and they mm -hmm. have to also be interested in private school or this or this or this. Oh, you know what else? I wonder, like, I kind of think, like, probably, like, horseback riding or, like, kid activities mm -hmm. that tend to be activities that cost money. So that might Figure be skating, another way. Figure skating, hockey. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really looking at like, all right, so my ideal, oh, yeah, gymnastics, that could absolutely mm -hmm. would be one. Um, yes. And looking at that to layer your audiences for your ads. I think that that would make a lot of sense. Totally agree. Cool. Okay. Cool. So I feel like we've I love talked the way about your brain a lot. Works. And... <laughs> Yay. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so I really think, I think that like the next Step for you would actually be to do a test of a um, online workshop. And even if you weren't to do it the, for the first time with ads, I would put it out there. I would create it and like promote it 
everywhere on LinkedIn. I would promote it on your personal Facebook page and just put it out there because as like with your target being parents and teachers, like there's got to be a lot of them that are still in your ideal audience that are on that you're just like Facebook friends with. Yes. So, yeah, so I would do that as like the first thing to work on. I would kind of see yeah. how it goes when you put it out there, depending on how it goes, because then you'll you'll know what things you need to tweak and all of that. So I don't recommend running ads until you know for sure that people are signing up for and they want what you're what you're offering. So make sure that the workshop is something that people are really interested in before you start running ads for it just to make sure that it's going to be as effective as possible to spend your money on it. Makes sense. Cool. And then for it, you've got a few things that you'll need to do. So because MailerLite has those landing pages, basically you would make a landing page to sign up for uh, for it from that landing page, takes them to a thank you page. On the thank you page, you would give them information about it, but you'd also want to make sure that they get an email with however you're going to do it. So recently, when I do webinars, I do uh, Zoom webinars, and mm-hmm. I will um, so I'll just create the link, send them, make sure that the link is in my email, and then make sure that when you're doing a webinar that you've got emails going out, like reminders. I like to do 48 hours in advance sometimes, 24 hours in advance, like and then usually the day of, a lot of times I'll do three emails, which I know can be a lot, but at the same time, it's like people need those reminders based on when they check their email because we get so many emails. Yeah, so I like to do one in the morning that's like, hey, today's the day. I mean, it depends on the time. If it's a morning webinar, like you're not going to send out three. But a lot of times I'll do one an hour before, and then I'll do one like 15 minutes before that's like, hey, we're starting, come join us. Okay. okay, so I know I'm we only have a few minutes left. I totally. And the cool thing about this being a podcast is you can just listen to the episode after if you yeah. need to go back yeah. for anything if you missed it. Um, do you have any questions around all of that? Yes. So, how far out do you plan said webinar? Um, is it like a two week out, and then you give yourself two weeks to just bombard the universe with all this awesomeness? Or do you recommend more time or less time? I think two weeks is great. If I'm running ads for it, I like my ads to start 10 days before the webinar. The first three days, I'm really testing the ads. And then the the week before it, that's when I'm really scaling up the ads. Um, If I am promoting it just organically, same thing. I mean, usually it's really like the week before is I'm really putting it out there. So I'm emailing my list, I'm posting about it, I'm going live to talk about it, I'm talking about it on Instagram, and I'll create graphics that are going for it. On Instagram, I will do, like, graphics and videos and all that. I'll just say, like, hey, uh, like, send me a message and I'll send you the link for it. But I'll also put the link in my uh, bio. On Facebook, I'll just put the link in there and just kind of get it out there as much as possible. So I'll try to promote it like really, truly like every day. Okay. Sounds amazing. And these webinars are totally complimentary because you do that really well. So 
So these webinars are totally complimentary and nobody's, yep. everybody's gaining from it. Exactly. Because even if, Perfect. and the, the way that I like to look at it um, is even if somebody joins and they are never going to buy from me, I want to still give them value. Like I want right. them to walk away with tips and tools that they can start using right away. And you're really good with that, Jen. Because I've Thank been following you. you for a while. And, you know, eventually I will get to a place where I'm like, yes, I need Jen and her ad's brilliance, absolutely, <laughs> after I follow these steps. So sooner rather than later. But you're just really <laughs> good. You give such valuable content. And you just really want to serve and make sure that everybody's successful. And that's why I keep following you, because you have this great heart, and it shines through in everything that you do. So thank you for that. Aw, thank you so much. I so appreciate that. Yeah. You're very welcome. Hey, thanks. Well, You're so <laughs> thank you. Um, okay, so we've got about two minutes left. Do you have any quick mm -hmm. questions before we wrap up? So apparently, folks who are listening, I'm doing a webinar on parenting on February 21st at 3 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Central Time, or Eastern Standard Time, excuse me, because yes. that's two weeks from now, and I'm going to do this because Jen's encouraging, so webinar coming February 21st, 3 p.m. I Eastern. love it. And they can check you out on Facebook. They can follow you on Facebook at Orshika Julia, so O-R-S-I-K-A, Julia, and they can learn more about it because you're going to be promoting it on there, right? Yes, I am. And the same with Instagram. It's the same thing. There's a period in between the two names. And LinkedIn, I'm the same person everywhere. So I don't change who I am. Perfect. And they can also go to the show notes. They can find yes. your um, five quick steps to successful parenting link in the show notes along with your LinkedIn link that gives a lot of the parenting articles. And yes. I cannot wait to see the webinar that you are putting out there. I think it's going to be awesome. I, really I can't wait do. to see it either, Jen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I love it. Thank you Yay. so much for being my guest today and being brave enough to have an ad strategy session live on air. I loved every minute. Thank you. This is the quickest hour of my week. So thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Yay. Well, it has been my absolute pleasure. Um, okay, so follow the links. Check her out on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And we will see you next week. I've got another amazing guest. See you then. Thanks for listening to The Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.